Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. This is Liz Murdoch. I am with Katie Cable today and her black little pug, Olive. Yes. And we're going to find out what Olive has to say. She's looking at me. We're oh. going to introduce Katie first so people know a little bit about you two and how you got here. We met on LinkedIn. Yes, we did. That was so exciting. And then to find out you were right here in my own backyard of Los Angeles. Yes, yes. So you are the creator of The Weekly Runt. Yes, I am. It's a website and blog that reaches over 2 million pet enthusiasts each week. It does. It's loaded with great tips, exciting new products, and fun events. And you strive to help people with a more rewarding experience with their pets, keeping them healthier and saving them what? A house payment in vet bills. Yes, that's so good. (laughs) That's so good. You're also an advocate for rescuing pets. Absolutely. You are the proud dog mom of Little Black Olive, who you rescued from the SPCA. I did. And that's all I know about her. You, um, about Olive, you were also an actress. You were in hundreds of commercials, films, Back to the Future, which I hear is coming to Broadway. Wow, maybe. (laughs) Yes, and other shows. You are also on TV shows Mm -hmm. uh, as a pet expert, and you contribute your writing to Thrive Global and other magazines and publications. And today, you are joining me to find out what Olive is thinking and wants you to know. I am. I'm so excited. I think both of us were so excited. We Neither one of us slept very well. And um, I, I will tell you, mm-hmm. Liz, I am a huge skeptic. Okay, good. So, um, but yeah, I, I would love to try this. And like I said, you don't know anything about no. really our relationship or Olive. So yeah, I'm excited to see what's going on in that cute little pug brain of hers. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I like that she jumped right onto the chair and got all situated as if she's ready on the set. I like that a lot. Have you ever worked with an animal communicator? Never. Never. Okay. And do you know anyone? Why are you a skeptic? Um, I've done some sound healing, and I've seen some natural healers for my own. I have an autoimmune um, disease. I have Hashimoto's. Okay. And I had a woman come up to me in a pet store three to four months before I was diagnosed and say, your thyroid is bad. You should come in. I can I can help you. And I thought it was the craziest thing in the world. But um, honestly, she's saved my life more than one time. And um, I know that dogs teach us a lot about energy. So I'm just trying to be a little more open-minded. But 
the the rational, logical part of me wants to figure every single thing out. Okay. Well, perfect. I'm, I'm glad to have a skeptic. I will try and be as specific as possible with what I'm getting from her. I ask you if I tell you something that you're like, no, 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 to at least consider it. Because f- usually every time when I say something, if people don't remember it during the course of the interview, they will then get back to me a day or two later and say, oh, I figured out what Olive meant. And so I will be pretty convicted. I will try and clarify, but I want you to be open-minded to the, the things that don't make sense right away that at least observe. Okay, so Olive is very relaxed. She's snoring. She's snoring. She loves I don't know this. if you picked that up on, I did. on I the mic. I did, I heard a little but snore. <laughs> but that was not me. <laughs> So she says to me, I'm, I'm tuning in with her. I hear her voice. She's, what I'm getting is she's saying, I'm still with you. Like, she's with me. So, Olive, we're going to try and give some insights to Katie what you would like her to know. Okay. So I'm checking about favorite things and personality. Where would you like to start, Olive? Well, she says, let's start at the beginning. And she says, it was an adjustment when I came home to your house. And she wants to talk about that. I guess she, in your work, you talk about the, well, you, we said you were a rescue, but she says she likes her rescue story. I, for those who've listened to me talk, am a big supporter of rescuing dogs, but I don't typically like to talk about dog rescue stories because I don't like a dog to then be, I be identified as oh she had this sad story in life because we don't do that with people this is my friend she had a horrible experience when she was five or whatever we don't do that with people we like to talk about other things right but so i'm i'm it's one of my pet peeves why do we do that to dogs and i identify them by a bad experience in their life rather than oh my gosh she's so resilient she we got her we were so lucky and she's had the best loves swimming in the pool with us or whatever. So Olive is pushing me, though. She likes to talk about her rescue story, whatever it is, and coming into your house because it's a big part of who she is today. And it's part of your mission, which I know, so I'm not trying to be, like, prove I'm not a skeptic. But I don't know. what I haven't read your blog on purpose. She says that her rescue story is actually very important, and she wants to start there on how she came into your life. I guess she was ill, and she or she wasn't at she, – she's, her words are, I wasn't at my best. I wasn't thriving at my best, and I've had a major turnaround because of it, and I want to talk about that. Okay? So what – so that's – she wants – she wants you and – people to know is that a dog that can come into a home who may seem one way when it first comes in is not always going to be like that. They need a grace period. And she said her grace period was longer than some dogs need. Yes, I know, Olive, because I had a dog who people thought he'd always live there. But Olive, she says, I wasn't like that. And she says that she... Her personality is that she's cautious, at, and it takes time. But she wasn't feeling good when she 
first tried to settle with you and she said you and this is why it's important is you were willing to make the necessary adjustments for her and you hung in there with her and it's an important story like for your blog for your for people to know not to give up on their dogs when they get a new dog and you're nodding so um she likes that we are here to remind people about that because she says some people give up. oh she said that's what happened to me someone gave up on her and that she got a second chance with you and so she wants to show her gratitude for you to that you hung in there with her and how you've turned the story into a positive and you not only are you an advocate but you can teach people what happens when you do hang in there and she said like in the scheme of things it's really minor adjustments we're talking about to help a dog transition from an uncomfortable situation whether it's been abandoned wherever whatever has happened in the past that it it's really not that much work to help the dog heal it's an adjustment that people have to make but the payoffs are huge cuz she says i've changed your life from where you thought it would go to even better now she's sort of even though she looks like she's sleeping i mean she i'm still getting this she's like feeling fanfare like what's happened with your journey together is like fanfare and Aww. it's like you had an idea that you wanted to help animals but this has surpassed that what's happened because as she's gotten healthy you're right on the money okay huh she just looked up at me yeah that's Thanks right. for the encouragement. I love you. She says she's encouraging me. She says, "Of course she is. Thank you, Olive." <laughs> what else can we tell her? What else? Okay. Um, she says that you're you're good with the food. That um, you give her small amounts. You're nodding. She says she's showing me you give her very small amounts. Like in like she's showing me something green. You give her small amounts. But you give her a steady stream of it as she needs it because you figured out that, oh, gosh, like, okay, so now I feel sort of nauseous. I'm seeing an image of, like, what I do, like, that with my dogs. I'll pour it in a bowl, and it's like, and I have big dogs. But she says that would just make her feel really bad, too much food. She has to eat small amounts. Yes, she will get sick. Yeah, and I feel and that. she will she will eat herself to death if yes. we're not careful. So. Yes, and it's horrible because, like, my whole... But she has a collapsed trachea. Oh, I was just going to say trachea because I'm feeling that in my body. It's just, Okay, yeah. So it, I have to be very cautious about her eating, the temperature, and um, her weight. Yeah. Not letting her get too heavy because that will... Yeah, I w so the listeners don't know this, but my hand was going up and down where I was feeling like her neck and her throat. <laughs> yes, too too much food she can't process. No, you're so right. she do you serve it in little dishes? My hand is like it's yes, it's, I oh, do. Oh, you do. So I'm seeing this little dish. I'm making a hand signal. Like she, you're very like you do these teeny dishes that she says most people would laugh because they don't get it, but she's gracious when people don't understand things. She says I'm here to educate. So. Oh, she likes the little dishes because she feels like it's a large serving. Yeah, and paste. So there's, she, she has to go a little slower, and I try to make her work for it a little bit. So it's she doesn't just 
Yeah, because if it was it in a big bowl, it would be easier to get to. So when it's on a little dish of some sort, that she has to, she's daintier to get it. Wow, my trachea is like tight. Okay, so well, we got we got the food. Is there anything else about the food? Yeah, um, there's there's a, you could go all over with the food. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to check in with all of what she wants me to know about the food. So she likes that you. It's all tied with the favorite thing. She she loves she loves the feeding. You have a feeding schedule. She mm-hmm. loves you're nodding. Okay. She she loves that you have it all under control. You have a method. You have a feeding schedule. You have the dishes that you give her. You. You yourself are very calm when you feed her. You're you're meticulous, and that and she's saying I could learn a few things because I'm not. I just am like, <laughs> so, and she says other people could learn. Don't just rush and dump the food because if you put, if you just stick the bowl in the dog bag, the odds are you're gonna not you personally, the audience. They're gonna we're gonna overfeed our dogs. It's much better to have a scooper that you is know how much food the dog can get, and you have figured that out how you feed your dog. You're nodding. Yes. I do so that. she's saying that, and she's saying me and listeners could learn, don't just dump food into a dish. Measure it. And we have a, a very specific training routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's very food motivated, so I always make her sit, shake, um, and wait. But yes, she always sees me. She's right under my feet when I'm preparing her meals. And I give her really good food and I tell her I'm always talking to her. Yes, and she respects her her limits (laughs) because she says that you have a dynamic. It's like a dance that she's not a nuisance because she knows that she has to let you get do it because she'll get fed at the end. But she's like monitoring. She's unlike a dog who's in the kitchen all between that's <laughs> trying to say hurry up. She's not saying hurry up. I mean, she would like you, but she's like, nope. She's got it under control. She knows what you do, and she likes that. And I guess she – but she's fed – she's saying the word I'm getting is multiple times a day. She feels like she gets food ready, regular. You're not just twice a day. I feed her twice a day, but I give her – Um, little healthy treats. I give her um, some of the things in my blog. Uh And um, whenever we're eating, if there's some healthy foods, I'll let her, you know, have some bites. So she gets to join in. She feels like it's a steady stream of food. It's good food. Oh, I can breathe. I can, I can, my trachea is better. I I feel better. So she's feels much. She's very happy with that whole situation. And Good. she said it it took some effort at first. And she wants people to know that it doesn't take that much work. Like if somebody else is having an issue with their dog and having to make adjustments, just she's like, just deal with it. You'll figure it out, and then you won't ever have to deal with it. And it will save you money at the vet because your dog's whole digestion and and it affects other parts of their body yeah everything they'll be healthier i i think it strengthened our bond just um from the beginning that she had i don't know if she's told you but um i think it was a beginning of scarcity and so i just want her to know that she's coming from love and abundance because she's tends to protect 
her things or uh, or maybe just doesn't know that there's more coming. So what she's telling me is that it's about trust and that she trusts you. And I think that's interesting that, yes, dogs do get scarcity issues and also issues sometimes about sharing their food when there's another dog in the house. But for her, it's about trust. And I, like, underlined that a lot in my notebook, that she trusts you, which helps her relax in other areas. So as much as there might be the abundance of it, she also can. She also trusts that when you're gone, you're coming home. When you do something, she knows it's in her best interest. If you're going to take her to a new situation, she's got a lot of trust for you, and that was earned. And you okay. you proved it to her. So I didn't ruin her with those nail trims, right? <laughs> um, it, well, so she says, I guess, I'm like, ouch, I guess you clipped her. Um, I, no, but she doesn't like um, getting in the car and the, because usually we're going to the vet or. Well, so, um, so, someone clipped her once. Yeah. The, uh, the, perhaps. Um, yeah. I, I turn it over to the pros, but it's. Um, yeah, the grooming was not a pleasant situation. Yeah. So the the nail trims, it was the, the clipping of, it was the actual clipping of the nail that she oh. didn't like. She says people, like I have a dog who doesn't want her front paws touched at all. She is okay about the front paw being touched, but it's the nails themselves being right. trimmed. Yeah, she hates it. Yeah. So that yeah. was that. Um but I'm glad she's forgiven me. I, I hand her over to the pros for that. I don't attempt that myself. <laughs> so she says she forgave you a, a long time ago. She's, she says you proved yourself. That's not even on her radar with okay, you good. about that. And she says you take her on more car rides than just the vet. She's correcting yes. you. She says it's not just car rides. And That's true. Okay. She's like, no, we have a lot of good eye out. In fact, she says we don't even go to the vet as much as you made it seem. She really wants to clarify because she says, I have a wonderful life. She likes that you take her to interesting places and oh. that you let her see the world. Okay, because she seems very content to be at home. Mm-hmm. So I, I sometimes limit where I take her just because um, she just seems very calm and content in the home. So that is true. So I'm going to push back a little bit. And you drove how long to get here to our, our uh, eight days? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, it was about two hours. So you drove two hours to get here, and you brought her. And she is she came in. She said hello to everyone. She posed for pictures, and then she climbed up by herself onto a chair, and she's snoring. So I can't think of a more content <laughs> dog than one who would do that because there are a lot of other dogs that are nervous to go out and about and a a dog that's stressed about going out is not going to fall asleep and start snoring in a chair in a place she's (laughs) never been. So she wants you to know that if you have the need to take her more places, she's definitely willing to go. And she says she does like her home because sometimes she gets tired and as she's gotten older, she gets more tired. So she knows she needs to be at home. But you don't need to worry about taking her, she's saying, to the fun places. Like, she likes this, like the outing. Okay. And she says that 
I mean, I'm checking about nausea in the car ride. For yes. She likes the car ride for the most part. She used to have a ton of nausea yeah, and I anxiety. Felt that. Yeah, no, she says it's much better. And she said that, like, today's ride, it wasn't so much traffic. It, it flowed better. It's the stopping and starting. Okay. And that bothered her. And she says she was more wiggly as well in yeah. the car. Like, she would want to run around. Or she was just very anxious. Yes. But, um, yeah, if I can, especially if I couldn't have her on my lap or just if it was a longer car ride. But she's gotten a million times better. But I think some of that is really good CBD, too, which has helped her just be calm. She says She says yes. She says yes. She said, um, like, I, I can feel that. Like she's sensitive to the dosage. I guess you've had to experiment the dosage. Some some of the CBD oil for her has been stronger and too like too much. It, oh, okay. Some of it, but um, she says you have research. You researched the CBD, and she says that's another. You're nodding. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So she says that, and she says that's another thing for listeners that if you're going to give your dog CBD oil research what's the best one for your dog and double check with the vet if it's on meds or something, right? Definitely. Um, Everybody knows about CBD now. When I first um, introduced it, it was a brand new, very controversial Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And it has honestly saved lives and quality of life. And um, yeah, when we travel by plane, I get very nervous too. And I know when I'm nervous, I don't want her to be nervous. So both of us take a nap. I eat the same uh, CBD biscuits. So, okay. <laughs> you can share. Yes. You can share. Well, she said that it's been very helpful, but you've also made an adjustment in the car for her where she goes. Yes, we and have a different that car. <laughs> that's smoother. Yes, she said that's made a huge difference. Okay. So yes, that's what she wants you to know. So let me go through my notes and see what else, because sometimes I write things down and I don't tell them. Okay, yes, she says, again, her rescue story. So I'm going to go back. Olive, your favorite things. She likes her rescue story. Is there some, anything you want to tell about that her rescue story, why it's so important that – Um, I was in a really bad depression. My daughter had graduated from high school and was moving clear across the country, and I was very enmeshed with her in her career. She was an actress, and we had a pug that we had rescued, and she wrote books about him. We did therapy dog work with him. He was a celebrity, and um, the book was like a big hit. (laughs) So, um, and... That was Raisin, and he had passed away, and my daughter had moved to New York, and I was in just a horrible depression with what am I going to do with my life. My husband was working a lot, and I told him, I have to get another dog. And he said, we can't afford one. We're going to be paying for the last one for 10 years. So um, he said, let's get through the holidays, and then maybe you can foster one until you find you know, right. we find one that will work. So we went out, I went out of town with him on a business trip, and this was in November. And I got a text from the animal shelter there that a pug had come in and it looked just like my raisin. It was ah. a two year old fawn male pug. And I, it was down the street from where this 
um, my husband's meeting was. So I thought, well, it's it's serendipity. And I ran over to that shelter, and um, the pug, it wasn't in the cage. It said unavailable medical issues. They said, oh, it'll be fine. It just has to have some surgery or something, and it's not going to be available. So I went to leave, and I heard just yelping and howling. And I went back to see if something was wrong with one of the dogs and it was little olive just literally sticking her paw through the cage howling and i thought how did i walk through this whole shelter and miss this little precious she was a tiny i she wasn't even a year old and she just had a litter of pups she was in really bad shape and i told her i'm coming back to get you so um and it was a big transition. I'd gone from an older dog that I'd had for 10 years, and she was extremely, um, she was like a feral cat. She was very, olive, olive yeah. very tentative, very scared. And I just didn't, I didn't even realize that at the time, you know, how fearful coming into this big house. Um, still, you notice she's sitting on her own chair. Mm-hmm. She's not on my lap. My last pug melted like butter on my body. And Mm -hmm. she likes to be near me, but she is still a little... She doesn't like to be touched the way my other raisin did. So there's been an adjustment to her temperament, and uh, she was badly abused, a breeder dog, that was very young and never got a puppyhood or toys. So I'm trying to give her that now. <laughs> well, I'm glad that she found you. You found Me each too. other. <laughs> she has several things to say about that. I think what she likes about this rescue story, why she's made a big deal early in our conversation, is because she likes the turnaround. That And she did say, when we first started talking, about the effort that you were willing to give to her. And how it's paid off. That's what she likes to talk about. When you started talking about raisin, she didn't want to talk about raisin. She likes, she does like center stage and like her own chair and the focus on her. (laughs) She said several things. She says, I like, she says, her coming into your house was like the sun coming up. It's like a sunrise. She brought that back as she got better. You were grieving that just the transition that many of us go through when a child goes off to college and moves out. Yeah. Yeah. And she said. And losing a dog. Yes. And she was very different. She was a female. She was a pug, but she was a black female pug. So I was very open to a new relationship and not comparing and not trying to make her raisin. Right. Um, she says, you allowed me to be me. That's what I wrote down from her. Oh. And she likes that in your work, and like we're talking about, that people can learn from that, that we need to allow our dogs. And if we get a replacement dog, they're not replacement dogs. They're another dog this is the dog I have now and we allow them and that's what makes the integration of a new dog into a family work and everyone can thrive because we're not trying to make them into a type of dog or replace one that's passed away the others um the other thing she said she she gave you 
you gave her a lot. Oh, she's content. I'm trying to figure out where I wrote this. She likes that. Well, she she's validating. I missed. I'm missing where I wrote this. Oh, she likes space. So when she you said she like pointing mm-hmm. out, she likes that space because the energy is what she said. And you mentioned energy in the beginning. She is sensitive to energy. It's not just people, but it's the energy of around people. And she's. Some dogs will tune into words and listen for familiar words. She is very aware energetically. And so she needs her space also for her energy field and her own energy to rest and recharge. She doesn't want to take on the other, like the other dogs barking. Some dogs at a shelter are fine. I mean, they they do as good as they can. she didn't like the noise. She's oh. more sensitive to... The sound. Yes. Okay. And she's sensitive to energy. Like you said on the plane, if you're stressed about flying, mm-hmm. she's she can be... If someone were to walk in here right now and sharing some awful experience, and she would it would stress Olive out. Okay. Where someone else might be like, oh, that's too bad. Oh, gosh, what else happened? Olive would be, she gets rattled more easily. Okay. And so space for her is good because she doesn't want to take on oh, interesting. negative energy. Because I I know when I'm stressed and I do try to caution that. When I'm in a situation with her mm-hmm. and I'm stressed, I, I'm always concerned, oh, my gosh, what is. Do you notice it affects her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and any other other people too. She's like a highly sensitive dog. There's podcasts about highly sensitive people. She's yeah. a highly sensitive dog, and so her space is for her to take care of okay. herself. It's a, like a soothing mechanism. And sure, a lot of people like a dog that'll cuddle with them on the couch, kind yeah, of thing. I do, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, but she says she's correcting you on that too. She goes, "Well, I, we do it a little bit." Yeah, I meditate with her, and I put on. A, to sound baths. She likes and that. And she loves that. And she will get close to me every morning. And le- and I pet her. And so it's interesting that that kind of centers her and makes her feel, helps her stay grounded. And It also enforces the trust between the t- her, well, her oh, okay. trusting you, that you're providing for her. Just like you take care of the food, she says, these are the words, it's just as important to me that, energy healing. And and I, I have studied energy healing. There's some people who well, are we're doing sound baths. Yes, so. <laughs> yes, yes. There are people who specialize in energy yes. healing for animals. And she's and a she's dog. she's been to one. Yes. And she probably <laughs> likes that. It's interesting. She loved it. Yes. She's like, keep it up. She's the word is regular. She would like that regularly. Okay. So um, that's another. Oh, gosh, I'm feeling like so relaxed. She likes oh. being heard. So I know you said you're a skeptic, but I hope you're coming around because she likes this, is oh. what I'm getting. I, I could tell that she's very relaxed and comfortable, and this is how she is at home. And I pay attention to when she is calm and um, and also engaged. She loves to play. We live at the beach. You know, she's loves she loves to play. The only thing is... Um, I get fearful around other dogs 
And she can be a little bit of a snippy resource garter. Well, she, she I, I hear her saying, yes, she likes to play, but she is like, would be really happy at a at like a yoga for dogs kind of place. She likes the socializing and observing other dogs. She can play for a bit, but then she likes her space. She's not somebody who needs to be at the football games every weekend and all of that. She might go, oh, that's interesting, but she's like a spot. Not, not. I mean, she she could be like a yoga dog. She likes okay. the entered the slow kind of sure. I- interaction. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's snoring now. She's very relaxed. Well, I did. I take her one-on-one to the beach, and I throw ball, and I interact with her one-on-one mm-hmm. because she doesn't share well. <laughs> she says we all have our we all have our sensitivities, yeah. and we all have things that we've had experiences, whether in the past that we just don't want to, you know, that it's not. It's also not part of who she is. She's she has shorter. She says she can't keep up with some of the dogs. It's not her. She's not going to be like a lab that goes on a five mile run on the beach or wants to stay at the beach for five hours. She likes it. She likes playing with the ball, but she can only do so much. Is part of it. That's what I'm getting from her. Well, if there's a picnic at the beach, she could be there all day. But, yes, uh, for the food. <laughs> um, and she does like. To run, but if she does overheat and her mm-hmm. trachea and, um, yeah, we, we do kind of short spurts. And mostly, I mean, I do meetups and fun events, but I do try to engage with her one-on-one just because she, yeah, she can, she, whatever you're saying about her energy and too many people and it's just not her ideal vibe. She says at the meet and greet, she likes it when you hold her at eye level. Oh, and okay. she can look in the people's eyes. She says she gets a lot of information. Again, oh. she's she's like an intuitive dog. She likes to see the people, and she lets you know. She'll start wiggling if she wants down. If she doesn't uh, care, if she's if she's if the if if she, if she wants to get going with the conversation, restless. She says she'll start wiggling, and you know to put her down, or you'll yeah. say, "I have to go now." Yes. And she says that's her cue to you that she's had enough. But other times, she says she loves it. The yeah, pe- she yeah she does. She's she's pretty good. Um, for the most just, part, for the most part, we live at the beach. There's a lot of dogs, um, and people have said, um, you know, she's protecting you and her space. If a dog comes over, that's not. That's, you know, she should be protective, but I don't want her to be snarly. Um, and sometimes she can be, she can be a bitch. <laughs> so I, sir, I have, she likes space, mm-hmm. which I've already written down and said. That uh, would explain it. <laughs> it. Yes. And I just circled it. and But she says, I'm okay. And she says, it's about the energy. Okay. And so sometimes when she wants her space, it's for a reason. Okay. She's like, she's looking up saying, this is really important. <laughs> she's been storing <laughs> this whole time. She says, it's not funny. She says she likes her space because it's her energy and she gets snarly when I've had enough. It really is important okay. that she be allowed to have that space because it's like her safety zone. And, you know, if you, like I see, like, I don't know if someone's a photographer, works with, well, I guess you have a blog maybe, but, it, you know, like if a picture's off-centered, 
it, yes. or it like the frame is not right. It doesn't look right. And so for her, it's like she needs that border around her so that okay. she comes into focus. And if it's if it's jilted like an earthquake and something's lopsided, then she's going to get snarly. Okay. It's like that someone who has sense. low blood sugar. Okay. <laughs> She needs her space. Space okay. is like her huge thing. Her personality is – her status quo is her is her space. Great. Well, that will help me when I train and socialize her because, like I said, at the beach, people want to come over. Oh, she's – you know, how I can um, let people approach and be respectful of her space and her energy and not – make her uncomfortable or fearful, but still allow a positive interaction. Yes. She says we all have our limits. Yeah. And if you <laughs> teach, you like to help people, they can learn, too, about their dog. That after some dogs are yeah. good for a meet and greet for 10 minutes yeah. and others will longer. She has her limits. And some are not good for a meet and greet at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have a neighbor. <laughs> yes. She Did wants- she tell you about that one <laughs> do we really want to go there <laughs> the na- she says we have she, well she's very diplomatic she says you actually have lots of neighbors yeah. <laughs> so she's there no neighbors will be offended she says you yeah. have lots of neighbors she said what's important to know is that dogs are selective just like people are and that we get along with certain people. We have friends that we might like to go to dinner with, and we have friends that we would rather just go to a movie with. And dogs are the same way. And she says we can leave it at that. Okay. All righty. How is that? Yeah, she says yeah, we'll just leave fine. it at that. Okay. Do you have any questions? Um, do you – are you able to communicate with pets that have passed away? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, do you have to have pictures or? So, no. I did a session um, with, I, d- I did a session with a woman who said, I just want to know about my dog that's passed away. Is there anything I can take to my dog? And I didn't, she didn't have a picture with her. And I said, what kind of dog is it? And she told me, and I said, oh, yes, take yellow roses. And she burst into tears because she had just gone to the cemetery and left yellow roses. Oh. So. Um, I wasn't asking for myself. Mm-hmm. I feel a wonderful amount of closure in how I said goodbye to Raisin. Okay. But, and I think that Raisin sent Olive. Okay. So Raisin says, I. Okay, hold on. I always look after you. I often found things for you. When Raisin was with you, can you think of, he led you to, he led you to some writing? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, everything. Yeah, he led you to places. So, yes, he said, but he's very diplomatic, too, that Olive found you on her own. But he was, oh. wa- I guess, me that Olive deserves the credit for the barking at you. I guess Olive could have seen you and heard your voice. Yeah, I walked right by. And so he he's like, okay, so 
Raisin's demeanor is like this wise, like a old man sort of. He and he says, "I led you to things all the time." Oh, okay. I don't remember how you ended up. Oh, you got the message at the SVCA. He he had his role in was leading you to Olive, like the SPCA. There was a nudge. He nudged you that way and that, that it was okay uh, for you to be ready. That, I guess you had guilt about getting another dog. I hadn't found another dog. I'd gone to look and it wasn't happening. Um, my husband was not ready. He was in so much grief and didn't want to go through that again. And a lot of the dogs were older and needed a lot of care that I could have adopted or fostered. And I just wanted, um, I just couldn't go through that energy again. I wanted something different and a younger dog. Okay. So Raisin's role was working, it's like, I'm trying to get the word out, right? Assuaging making your husband feel better about getting another dog. Raisin brought peace to your husband that he, because when I first said ready, it was your husband. Raisin, whether it was a dream, there was a, your husband felt something from Raisin that he was like, okay. It was like a weight, like a sigh that he was like, okay with it. And that is like, so that was Raisin's oh. relationship with your husband. That okay. He was able to make space, in, not just in his, the home, but in his heart. Yeah, it was more the heart. Um, he was very resistant at first. So, and then, and Olive was a lot more gravitating to him, a lot more than to me. So. Well, that's the energy. She goes where she can, oh, she likes to be in control. So she could see that he had a need, so she could go show off her what she can do. Like she needed you to, with the food thing, but she could, she could help like bandage his wound of his heart, his, the grief. But it's like they work in tandem though. Olive, I'm trying to get the raisin and olive that, Raisin did something with your husband, whether it was a dream or he had some kind of moment where he felt a shift. That I'll have to ask I don't him know about that. If he because I noticed what, it in his personality, he was very standoffish and didn't want to bond with Olive. And um, and I said, you know, if this isn't a good fit, I I will train her and re, you know get her back to health, and we will. I'll, Anybody would be happy to adopt her. But, um, yeah, he, he came around. There was a shift and there, something there happened. Was. So that's interesting. It's something that, it that had to do with Raisin, whether he had a some moment. There was some shift, and maybe he will share that with you. Maybe he hasn't realized. But I encourage him to ponder it. You I know, will. It, yeah, I will see about that. That's and, what Raisin is saying, that, that he they had a shift. I guess they had an agreement. Oh. So, oh, that could have been too. I, I don't. I don't like talking about. It's like talking about other people. Too. I don't want to talk too much about their relationship because he's not here and he hasn't given permission right. and said let's do this. But you. But that makes sense by the way I noticed everybody behaving, and I just 
would want people to know that if they do have, if there was a tragic loss with their own pet, that you might be able to help them, that you don't necessarily have to have a dog or a photo or something physical. It can be a relationship that is past. Yes, and and they're very rewarding to me. Sometimes just knowing that that's possible gives people closure, and they don't want to know. I've offered to do it for people, and they're like, oh, no, I don't want to know. But there's just so much love. And so it's, I mean, I never set out to do that, but it just, I'm like, oh, I guess I can't. I I would get messages. But Raisin and your husband had a special relationship, and there was some kind of a pact and an agreement and a shift. And that's the answer. Did Raisin do something? Raisin is like, Olive was the one who sent you, found you. Did, Did Raisin send Olive? They raisins like I we worked in tandem. Oh, interesting. So that's interesting. Yeah, he wants to. Olive has got a very strong spirit as well. That's what, that's what I'm getting Eric. from raisin. Olive, do you want to join us again back for anything to say? Okay. Olive, says, do you have any closing arguments? Is there anything you would like? This is your chance. Oh, she perked up. What do you, what what should I say, Olive? I'm seeing pictures of your life, but do you want to say anything? I'm thinking. So she's <laughs> so she says she doesn't she doesn't need to say anything more. She's proud of your blog, and she says if anything, I mean it's like a promo. She wants to. <laughs> send, she says she knows that she has a platform. If she wants to say anything else. They can read about it. She's sort of like, uh, we'll just tune in to check out the blog, the um, best way to find out more about me because you, well, she's telling me that you've come around to this. Would you say you've come around to animal communication a little bit? Uh, Yes. I, I just kind of, it's very frustrating when it's not linear and concrete and it's completely foreign to the way we're taught or I was taught to control things and to figure everything out and that's just not the way animals work. Um, but to be more like animals, to be present and to put the phone down and engage with people and nature and that's it's so special and the I think the the most important thing is the unique love, the unconditional love that they're not worried about what time's dinner and anything. They're just right here and right now. And um, for me, yeah, she has she's been the answer to being able to have a dog because these dogs are not cheap, and a lot of times people get a dog from even a responsible breeder or a shelter, but the odds are 50-50 and it can have some serious health problems or, um, and yeah, I've found a way to really make people have a much stronger relationship and be able to afford, um, it's not just a pet, it's like, like a little angel from God, that a little spirit guide to be with you and help you. I think they help us so much more than than we help them. I think they're really, truly gifts. Well, when you take 
you or anyone takes the time to allow that part of the relationship to thrive where they do get quiet. Like for you and Olive, there's the sound bath and the meditation. Some people find that on a walk with their dog. We do that too. Yes, but some people, that's all they do or the couch time. When you have that quiet time, that's when that connection and the messages or the shifts can happen that we get from our animals. That's how I can hear from the animals because I I sort of block everything out in my mind and I just tune in. And I think others can do that. And what I'm getting from Olive is that she believes that you're more open to understanding the the dogs. And so that she, because of that, she thinks that you may be able to hear her and take it more seriously as real. And you can write about some of your own observations or experiences in the weekly run, so people can find out more about her in the weekly run. Well, just when you started, your very first observations about how Olive felt, um, that really struck a chord. I mean, it's a good thing you weren't asking questions because I wasn't able to speak. I just had tears in my eyes and a lump of, felt like a big lump of peanut butter in my throat. So um, yeah, I definitely feel something and um, and it's just really special. It's very emotional. It happened when I do these. I'm I'm glad. And you I were can't touched. put my paw on it. <laughs> yes. Well, that's okay. But that's what it is. Just, I just feel this this warm, happy love. Um, yeah, it's very special. I'm so glad. So. I do events, and uh, at one of the places where I go in Beverly Hills, Allison Olivia has done four events. Oh. Thank you, Stacy and Allison Olivia. Yeah, we love that. We've done events there and some are out in the front on the couch and others will say, I'll say to people, would you like privacy? We have a we convert a dressing room and people can go back in there and quite a few people say, Yes, I want the dressing room and they're in tears and we always have a box of tissues because it, it can be very moving. So I'm glad that yes. I could make a Little I think I'll have opening. my my ugly cry on the way home. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so and much. Thank you so very much. And um, this this was just remarkable. And I'm really happy to know about what you do. And thank you for also your work with animals that need loving homes and yes. trying to make a good connection there. Because yeah, I hope people will open their hearts to. A new friend. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. Theweeklyrunt.com, where people can find out more about you and Olive. That's right. And I hope you have a great drive home. You too. Pugs and kisses from Katie and Olive. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or follow Talking with the Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs.